This is Studio Insights, a Provost Studio podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Studio Insights, a Provost Studio podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us today for this first episode of the podcast. And today we're going to give you uh, some insight into who Provost Studio is, what their goals are, why they have a podcast in the first place, and uh, some things you can expect to hear on upcoming episodes. It's going to be a fun episode, a fun conversation. And joining me today is Peter Provost, Director of Design and President of Provost Studio. Peter, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Peter, just as a way of introducing yourself and also Provost Studio to the audience, just give everyone an idea of what you do and, and, uh, and some of the work that, uh, that Provost Studio does. Uh, what do we do? Um, so we really specialize. That's a great question. Uh, we specialize in broadcast design and branded environments. And um, if I could encapsulate it like in a, in a easy to understand way, we, we basically help clients visualize and communicate who they are in space, right? In, you know, in three dimensions and in, in really interior architecture. And one of those specialties that we have is, you know, helping broadcast clients to communicate who they are through the lens. That's such an important thing these days. And we'll, we'll dive a little bit more into that here a little bit in the conversation. But uh, obviously, your last name is, is part of the company name, right? So tell us a little bit about you. Why, it is. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, give us a sense of your work history, of your career, and what your role at Provost Studio looks like these days. The name is an is a important thing. It actually... It's not all about me, even though it's Provost Studio, to be honest. Um, it's just that I really couldn't think of a catchy name to figure out what to call it. So, um, But at any rate, uh, it, it's really a, a collaborative practice, to be honest. Um, the, my background is in architecture. Uh, I was trained as an architect and really had two kind of parallel uh, pro- professional paths in my career. One is, you know, was as an architect and as an interior architect working on, you know, large commercial projects and spaces. And then the other path uh, was really working in um, advertising, marketing uh, companies within um, creative studios, which was really responsible for the branded environments and uh, broadcast uh, expertise that I have. So the, the practice is really kind of a, it's like a fusion of those two things, right? So we, we build out um, interior spaces and projects for clients, but we also understand the brand, um, the brand positioning of a client and how to kind of communicate that to whoever is going to be using or, or flowing through the space. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I suppose just given the way that the last 15 months has shaken out, uh, what I've noticed anyways just in the industry is that more and more people are looking at creating content for themselves and, and having spaces to do that. Uh, what has been your sense uh, of the market for broadcast environments, branded spaces, and, and the interior architecture, uh, the things that, that the Provost Studio does? What has your sense been of the market over the last year? And maybe how has COVID-19 affected or changed yeah. mindsets as far as, as creating your own content? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, when I started broadcast, which is 20 years ago, which is crazy, um, you know, I mostly, you know, broadcast was really for commercial broadcasters, right? Mm-hmm. The, the technology was such that you had to have a huge control room. You had to have a massive set. You need to have the right cameras. You need to have a lighting rig. 
And I think what has happened now is it's allowed, you know, the idea of uh, capturing content through video, the internet and the technology, uh, technological advances that have occurred as a result of that have made it really easy for us all to be broadcasters, right? I mean, look what we're doing right now. Um, and so the trend, at least that, that we've seen, and quite frankly, um, a large percentage of the clients we work with is we're working with corporate, you know, corporate clients, right? Clients that you wouldn't necessarily expect to want, um, you know, a broadcast studio or quite frankly, you know, need one. And so as a result of, of that whole technology thing advancing, allowing, um, corporate clients to get online and, and do webcasts, I think that the COVID um, situation has really even accelerated that. So mm-hmm. now it's not just clients figuring out how to get the CEO on a quarterly basis out there or um, you know, product demonstrations, let's say. Now, um, you know, special meetings and events that, that previous to COVID was in person now everyone's thinking, hey, you know what? We, we, can, we can do this virtually. Um, why don't we use the same space? Um, actually, this is happening on a bunch of clients. Uh, a bunch of clients. We're doing a, a broadcast space for them, originally intended to be for, let's say, product demonstration. But now as a result of COVID, they're thinking, how do we use that space for our annual meetings? How do we use that space for other uses that otherwise we wouldn't have thought of using before. Yeah, I think I think that's an excellent point. As as the pandemic kind of went along, people got more and more comfortable with just those those different mediums and having, you know, those meetings, those announcements, those uh, those reports and that sort of thing in those kinds of settings and seeing the real value that 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 comes from that. And so, um uh, Peter, give, give us an idea of maybe some of the people that you've worked with, maybe some uh, some exciting projects that you've done uh, over the last several years, um, and, and maybe some of the industries that you've worked with. So what's kind of interesting is how broadcast and just content creation cuts across all different kinds of industries. Yeah. So as a business owner, you know, you, you kind of have to pick at some point, at least when you start off, right, to establish a base. And obviously, commercial broadcast is um, one of our, you know, mainstays or broadcast news. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to be launching a new project for for Fox um, in DC, uh, both a studio and a newsroom, which is kind of interesting because, again, um, the way the industry is working, the the newsroom, which is really like an office workplace. The way that broadcasters are now operating, they're using that office workplace as an on-air space. So we're we're able to kind of like um, use our expertise in interiors to you know address the broadcast needs of that space. So we're doing kind of the commercial broadcast stuff, but then on the, um, the you know the corporate end, we're working on a new project uh, for. For financial um, service companies, financial service slash insurance companies, and then we're also continuing to work in the sports in the sports market in the sports world, working with um, NFL clubs. And in particular, two years ago, we launched a pretty big studio for us relative to how the clients using it for the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. So yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, 
it's kind of crazy because there are certain clients that I wouldn't even have thought would be contacting us or that we would be looking at as a growth market. So like the medical world, for instance, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, and I can't really divulge who it is yet, but, you know, a very well-known medical uh, facility and um, institution contacted us and they said, hey, we need a space that we can have our doctors come and show and demonstrate how to, to do procedures, right? So both as a, you know, as an internal communication tool in terms of learning, but then, oh, by the way, we also want to have a space where the director of the hospital can come and talk about like COVID updates. I wouldn't have been able to predict that, you know, something that sure. started for broadcast in a commercial world has now gone into you know, sports, into uh, financial services, and then you know even the the, the medical medical field. It's it's really interesting. You know, as a uh, as a lifelong sports fan, I you know I used to stay up to all hours of the night just to see my team get thirty seconds worth of airtime on like Sports Center, right? And that's that's what being a sports fan used to be is you just wanted to see thirty seconds of the anchors talking about your team. But now teams yeah. have this capability to have their own studio and to be pumping stuff yeah. out twenty four seven to their fans. Um, yep. And the same goes for for all businesses. That's that's possible, and to a certain extent, that's that's what we're doing here with with this particular podcast. And so, uh, Peter, yeah, just from yeah. your perspective, what what are your goals for this podcast, and what do you hope that people learn and uh, and take away from it? Yeah, so I, I think that for us, and at least the way that we approach design and how, quite frankly, we even approach bringing on new clients. It's less about us, but more about like how we're addressing, you know, what they need, right? And I think for the, the podcast, we have a little bit of a Groundhog Day thing happening, really, in, in a good way. But, you know, we, we, we bring on new clients and oftentimes clients have the same questions and good questions, right, about like the process. Um, how long does it take? How much money is it going to cost? Uh, what other things do I need to consider when we start thinking about this project? And I thought, well... You know, we've already started I think two years ago. We started kind of a newsletter addressing these things. And um, I really, my, my hope is that the podcast is less about us, right? Less about, it's definitely less about me, but, um, you know, more about like helping the clients prepare for the kinds of projects that, that we ultimately get hired and, on. And I feel like more than once over the past now eight years, now we're going into our ninth years of studio, like if we could just have the conversation with the client a little bit sooner so that allows them to plan, like aside from us getting the job, which is great, but we can help them save money and time and frustration. And that's really like the main goal. I mean, um, it, it's really about kind of sharing uh, more than you know, trying to prescribe. Yeah. Do you have Do you have clients that maybe bring you in uh, at a certain way through the process where you say, "Oh man, if you just called us a couple months earlier I'm when you were to. in like the design phase, we would be in, in so much better of a place, right? I could have saved you money. We could have, you know, helped you answer some of these questions from the get go." Do you ever have that kind of experience? It happens all the time. But you know, <laughs> the, the 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 challenge is is that you know, I, I think when we, at least for me, when I have that conversation, it comes from a place of like good intentions and it's not yeah. about salesy, right? It's not about making the sale. It's just about like literally. So as an example, 
you know, being trained as an architect, one of the things that we are offering to our clients is pre-construction services, right? So a client is going to do this, you know, massive ground up project and they need a studio. So they hire us to help design the studio. But what often happens is all of the infrastructure, all of the requirements, whether it's, you know, it's base building. So whether it's where the ducts are located, uh, how high the grid needs to be, all of the stuff that goes into preparing what we call the black box, all that stuff typically happens before we get brought on. And mm -hmm. so now what we're starting to do is, or, and we're having success in it, having clients um, partner with us, you know, 12 to 18 months before they typically engage us. So yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> what can listeners expect from upcoming episodes? Obviously, you want to you want to answer some of those big questions that that you get on a regular basis, like you mentioned the the Groundhog Day effect. I, I think uh, of of just kind of answering some of those questions that that keep coming up and and help educate people. But um, give us an idea of what are some of the things that you want to make sure that that we cover in upcoming episodes that listeners can look forward to learning a little bit more about. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that. Um, Again, the, the intent of the podcast is really about what it goes, what goes into creating a studio, right? And so our main goal and the way we, I feel like we can help the client best is when we take on projects as a design build project, which basically means the client hires Provost Studio. Um, and this is similar to what we did with the Vikings, but... Um, we basically brought in all of the partners, very much like an architect brings in the consultants to help the client. We basically are able to bring in all of the consultants at the very beginning to get all of the issues out. Um, and, and we then, uh, you know, partner with the client to get them to prepare for what, you know, what needs to happen. So I think what we can expect is as a, as a result of that, we may end up having some of our partners actually be on this without me, right? To talk about what they do, what they feel like is important in the broadcast design build process, right? So what does the lighting designer think? Or what is a typical, you know, um, you know, acoustic engineer that comes on board with us? What do they look for in these types of new projects? So again, it's, I'm hoping that it's going to be less about me being awkward up here and trying to figure all this out and, and it's more about like i would love for the for the podcast to become this kind of uh repository for clients that are looking to do broadcast projects but but maybe need a little bit more education and what it all entails to do a project yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it because I'm, I'm sure people come at it from lots of different levels of experience or knowledge ahead of time. And so just having uh, having a resource for people to be able to go to to say, hey, I have this question and I want to learn this and I want to hear from others that have walked through this experience, yeah. I think can be can be extremely beneficial. Yeah, I would, I'd agree. Absolutely. So, uh, Peter, you know, we've talked a little bit about uh, your history at, at Provost Studio, how things got started, what things have been like recently. Well, let's let's look ahead a little bit. What are you looking forward to in 2021 as we kind of begin to uh, to start looking ahead to the second half of the year? Um, what are you excited about for 2021, and what do you have on the horizon? I'm excited that 2020 is over. Yeah. Uh, you but and me both. No, I, I think what's interesting is. There's a couple things happening for us as a studio right now. I think many of the opportunities that were being planned 
prior to 2020 that went on hold are now coming off hold. But what's mm-hmm. interesting is because this there's this um, this confluence that's happening of that the technology is allowing corporate clients to get on you know on the web, get their content on the web. But then you also have this COVID effect of those clients wanting to do more outside of the office and communicate still consistently work is 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 increasing and you know new project opportunities are uh, i think only going to you know increase in the near to medium future we're going to stay busy yes so. definitely definitely uh well it's uh it's nice to be out of 2020 and looking ahead and seeing a bright future and uh and i'm excited especially just given all of the various um aspects of things that we can talk about here on the podcast. I think it's going to be a, a really fun ride, and I'm glad to uh, to welcome people into this conversation that we're having uh, here on the podcast as we move forward on the Studio Insights podcast. So Peter Prevost, Director of Design and President of Prevost Studio. Peter, thank you so much for joining me today, getting people introduced uh, to who you guys are, what you do, and uh, giving them a little bit of a taste of what they can expect in the future. It's been a, it's been a blast, and, uh, and I look forward to more conversations like it. Cool. Thanks very much, Tyler. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Studio Insights. Stay tuned for more episodes like Peter was saying. Of course, we'll be back soon and answer some of those big frequently asked questions and talk to some amazing uh, partners that uh, that Provost Studio has as well. So you don't want to miss those episodes. Make sure you go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or visit the Provost Studio website as well to stay up to date with the latest from the folks at Provost and also with the podcast. And we'll be back soon with those new episodes. But until then, for my guest today, Peter Provost, I've been your host. Tyler Kern, thanks so much for joining us.